This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. Folks, as always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, give us a call here. 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Or you can visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. Joining us this morning, as always, he's here. He's the man. He's the man with the hand on the button. Tony, the man sure. (laughs) Tony, what's happening? Yep, I do have my hand on the buttons, uh, trying to control this uh, train as we fly down the tracks this morning. I'm God doing help good, you. Travis. I'm doing I'm, well, good. Well, good. Well, good. Uh, lot going on. Lot going oh. on. All, also, hey, hey, uh, we our show, as our as our listeners know, is primarily dealing with retirement and retirement issues pre and post retirement issues and we've got a pre and a post retirement story for you this morning. Tom Brady has come out of <laughs> retirement. <laughs> that didn't last long. Did not last long. Hey, you know what though? I, you you throw for 5000 yards or whatever insane number that he threw at at you know his age. You've got, you know, an an all-star team around you. You're still literally throwing in the best years of your life. Um you know, Peyton Manning bless his heart. He 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 did great, but you know, the his last year, you know, he was lucky if he could get the ball back to the line of scrimmage. Now, I mean, I'm being a little facetious, but you get my point. Sure. I mean, you know, he was he was starting to sense his decline. I mean, you throw 5,000 yards in the NFL in this environment, um yeah, I don't know if I could have made that decision either. But I'll tell you one thing. I bet Gronk is like, "What the French toast? Seriously? Like you going to ask me to come out of retirement again?" so yeah who knows who knows we did, we'll see what happens well i mean was brady even off a season i mean is it like can he say he retired and came back i mean he, yeah he did, yeah he didn't know he's still season. under no he's still under contract and tampa bay you know obviously could have stopped him from going to another team because uh the 49ers were actually courting him or, or at least that was the rumor yeah uh so and he was you know he was from the <clears throat> the california area and he had always wanted to play because montana was his, his hero and he always wanted to play for the 49ers so that was definitely a possibility but yeah, the the Buccaneers could have definitely kept him from doing that. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. They just basically pick back up and, oh, well, hey, we're not going to take uh, what was the offseason? Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Uh, Baker Mayfield was rumored to be going to the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers to replace Tom Brady, which, God help him, that would have been a horrible job. Yeah. I mean <laughs> – Seriously, that's like going in and you know you're you're going in there trying to trying to to be a, a utility player replacing Hank Aaron. I mean, yeah. it's not going to happen. So, no. but uh, no, but I I find it funny that, that you know there's a, he's coming out of retirement. He never retired. That's like I mean, he took a month and a half off. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, Lord. 
that story is blown out of proportion. I mean, that's just like. Tell me in the media today what is not blown out of proportion. Oh, well, everything is. Although, I don't know. I, I mean, from everything I can tell, the one thing that they haven't blown out of proportion is the war in Ukraine, I think. I think that is really a mess and could cause a lot of global problems as well. But uh, I feel for the people of Ukraine. I mean, uh, Putin, I think, has lost his mind. Uh, I think that was that was some years back. Yeah, the ship is that ship has yeah. sailed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that ship has sailed. Yeah, yeah, that's a bad situation. And of course, uh, you know, we always, uh, you know, it's just natural to see how any situation affects us or you personally. And of course, gas prices are going up. Well, gas prices are going up, which you know everyone's everyone's you know now in the you know are we going to into a recession? We've never seen the S and P do this and gas prices do that and not going into a recession. And you know what? For the most part, they're right. Uh, I think you know obviously uh, the Federal Reserve uh, starting the beginning of the year. Are we going to raise rates? Are we not going to raise rates? Are we going to do it five times, six times, seven times, whatever? um, you know, I think any one of those events isolated by itself and maybe we don't have an issue, but I think that's obviously what's causing the volatility in the market and oh, sure. know, fuel prices with now Ukraine and uh, not saying that. Now, hey, now let's let's also give the devil the his due, uh, you know call me crazy but if you look at a price or a chart of gas prices they started going up in january of 2020 so this is i, yeah. I you know I, i'm not saying that uh or 21 excuse me i'm not saying that uh that this is not exacerbating the problem well, sure. with what's going on in ukraine and russia but it was not the problem Let, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and put that on the table but what i think it's what i think it's doing now from conversations that we're having, from the emails we're getting, from the phone calls we're getting, uh, I think what it's doing is it's making making retirees reassess their level of risk tolerance. Uh, we've talked about it on the show, Tony, uh, quite a few times. If you're true to yourself and you're true to your risk tolerance, chances are you can ride these ups and downs. If you're not, what happens is, and we've gotten several several callers or several uh, emails or those that come in our office that have described their situation and you know they're they're sailing their own ship they're not hiring a professional captain or a professional team to help them because they think they're they're going to be saving some money or saving the uh they can do it themselves saving the extra uh well you know, a lot of times what happens is when you don't have someone to help guide you through these squalls and uh, potentially through these rough seas, well, then what happens typically is you're going to buy at the wrong time. You're going to sell at the wrong time. You're going to try to get all in, all out. And what winds up happening is you get whipsawed. And when you think the coast is clear and you stick your, your head up, it gets lopped off. And that's unfortunately the case for a lot of people, but thankfully not for those who listen to the show. So, uh, sit back, relax. We're going to talk about some of the volatility issues, what you need to do. And uh, also, I have one one really unique question on Social Security. We're going to get to that as well, Tony. Well, yeah, and it's a, I, I like the way you segued. That was a nice segue into uh, retirement and financial planning from, you know, uh, the concerns of today. And that's that's got a lot of people worried. Inflation, where we're headed with the economy, uh, obviously, that's really going to affect people planning for retirement and those already in retirement. 
So I think this is a great topic. Well, so if you will, let's just let's dive in. So, yeah. So let's talk about inflation for just a moment. Sure. Uh, number one, we have seen periods of high inflation in the past. This is this is not a new song. It is an it is a, a goldie oldie, but it is not a new song. Right. Right. Uh, we've heard it before, but we haven't heard it in a very long time. And now we're kind of like, oh, my God, what is going on? Well, as we talked about on the show uh, for 13 years, we had two percent or less inflation. Well, that's that was that was artificially done. That was not the historical market moving through its ebbs and flows. That was the Federal Reserve's uh, very dovish uh, fun, uh, fiscal policy. That was interest rates. That was uh, you know stimulus. And now what's going on is we're having to to come off of the medicine and the the unfortunate problem that we're going to face is we're going to have to pay some of the price and and it is what it is and inflation is not going to be something you know we're not going to see 10 percent inflation forever i i just uh, there may be those out there going yeah but and and i get it i understand you're upset i understand you're you're probably a little bit uh, jaded right now i get it sometimes i i can i could feel myself doing the same thing but you have to come back to eventually inflation will subside because you know think about it tony uh prices keep going up 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 well what's going to wind up happening people are going to quit buying now that is what could possibly lead to recession and that's same thing gas prices going to make it more expensive for businesses to do business um you know obviously everything that runs in the arteries of our country the interstates the highways and byways a lot of that is run by by rail and by a truck and that's obviously a lot of that's powered by diesel um don't please if you're if your idea is to start doing electric train cars do not email me and do not call me um <laughs> however it, this is something that's gonna gonna obviously be impacting prices but what's going to wind up happening is people are going to get hurt because people are going to stop buying now that's when you're going to see a recession you're going to see the economy shrink but that is the normal ebb and flow the the invisible hand of the market will overcome and and it will eventually work itself out now are we going to go back to prices that we saw pre-covid probably not I mean, let's face it, if you've got a, you know, I'm just picking on him. If you got a contractor that was doing a job for same job quota for 2000, if he knows now he can get 4000, do you think that he's going to go back? He's not. So, you know, there are some things that are going to go back and, and recede in prices, but they're never going to go back to where they were. So if you're retiring or if you are a potential retiree or if you're in retirement as we speak, uh, there are some things I want you to consider. Number one. You know, if you're pre-retiree, what should you do right now? First thing I would do is is no exaggeration, and, and I've said it over and over and over, get a plan. You've got to have a plan. And I I had someone ask me the other day, he said, you know, well, what does a plan do? Tell me, tell me what it accomplishes. What it accomplishes is is it actually helps clean up what you have, put it in a discernible order that you can actually intelligently predict cash flows so that you can you can be sure that you and your spouse or you by yourself or whomever that you can safely produce the amount of income it's going to take for you to to spend for the consumption that you've determined you know if you say hey i need five thousand dollars a month okay well 
pre-COVID, okay, five grand. Now you're probably talking about six. All right. Well, if you if you think about that, that's a 20% increase, Tony. And a lot of retirees' portfolios cannot take a 20% increase in their income spending. Mm. And having a plan actually helps you determine, okay, if if I do it now and I pull the trigger on retirement as we speak, I'm going to have a shortfall. I'm not going to have enough money to last as long as I have breath. However, what if... Let's say I work another year. What does that do? Does that pick your income up? Does that pick your assets up? Then you can start to say, okay, now I know I need to work 18 months. I need to do this. I need to do that. That's what having a plan does. It's not about just, it's not about just selling, in my opinion, uh, us as planners selling the idea of a plan. It's not. It's it's selling the peace of mind that actually comes with it, providing that plan, that flight path that, you know, you're going to be able to make it through retirement. So you may need to work longer. You may need to uh, increase your contributions, you know, but you need to know if there's a solution. And sometimes there is and sometimes there's not. But the problem is, if you don't know either way, then chances are you're not going to do anything and it could be long term detrimental to your your overall health. Now, Tony, that's for those that are are pre-retirees. Let's talk about those that are in retirement. Uh, One of the things that obviously we would recommend is my question is. Did you did you do what we what we pleaded with you to do for the last Three years we've been on there. Four years we've been on there. Did you have your cash reserve set aside? You know, cash, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, you just said inflation. Well, that's true. <laughs> uh, but inflation, if you think about the, the overall spending power, it, the money that you're giving up by keeping it in cash, that's basically the, the premium of your sleep insurance. Because Yes, you may not be earning what inflation is, but if you need funds, it is much, much more, much more advisable to spend from cash or spend from assets that haven't been impacted than try to sell your stocks, figure out what to trim and and figure out how you're going to liquidate part of your portfolio to pay your grocery bill. So if you've if you've already retired or you're retiring, my question is, have you have you got your cash reserves to where they need to be? And have you been using them instead of doing what we've been talking about? You know, the Nasdaq's down 20. The S&P was down 13 this week. Uh, Dow was down, what, 10 or 11. I mean, we haven't seen these kind of pullbacks in quite some time. So what are you doing to go ahead and and plan accordingly? And and the problem is, Tony, uh, as we've said over and over on the show, if you if you fail, if you fail, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yep. So uh, once again, you can choose how your path goes, but it is a choice and no choice is a choice as well. Yeah. So just just keep that in mind. Now, some of the other things they can do, Tony, obviously, if if they have done their their cash reserve and they're spending from that, maybe you want to cut back on spending a little bit. Now, why would I why would I say that? Well, 
if you can keep from from aggressively spending into a drawdown or into a uh, a, a receding market like we're seeing right now, then obviously if you if you spend from your assets and you have to sell stocks, what are you doing? You're basically locking in that loss. You're never going to get that money back. And if you go back to 2020, you go back 2008 to 2000, you know it may take you 12 to 36 months to see the market turn. But if you stay the course, chances are you were better off on the other side. But if you get overly, overly aggressive into spending while you're seeing the market recede, then, you know, that could definitely alter your course and see your plane land way before you'd like it to. So right. maybe maybe cutting back on spending, um, you know, maybe reduce your withdrawals temporarily. You know, maybe maybe this year's not the year you want to go on that uh, that round the world vacation, Tony. Maybe this year's <laughs> not the year you yeah. want to knock that that item off the bucket list. Sure. Well, yeah, and that, that's that's what you do to fight inflation and volatile markets. And speaking of that, I wanted to ask you, I know over the years and, and especially recently this year, the markets have been very volatile. I know we're talking somewhat about inflation, but it ties into also the markets because like you say, people are get emotional uh, and they do emotional investing. And I know that's why uh, you need to work with a financial services professional, but you've had a lot of people come to you and you tell them, hey, here's what you should be doing. And they say, no, I'm going to invest on my own. And or or the the uh, the one that we have a lot of times is, well, I want to make as much money as possible. OK, well, that's that's great. But what happens if the market goes down 20 percent? Are yeah. you OK with your portfolio going down one hundred thousand dollars? Well, no. Well, how much are you OK with going down? Well, I don't know. I said, what about 50? No. OK. Here's the deal. <laughs> if if the if the market if the I want market gains, but no yeah, losses. I yeah, mean, of I course, would, that's well, what hey, we all you know want. what you know what I want a toilet made out of solid gold, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> um, if you know if if your if your goal is to get something that is 100% liquid, 100% upside, 0% downside, and tax exempt, please let me know where to go find that, and I'll bring the truck and back it up, and we can load it together. It doesn't happen. You just described it's, organized crime, I think. But you, you see what I'm saying, Tony? It's not going to happen. Right. And that's not without a cost. I mean, let's face it. But, you know, folks, a lot of times keeping to your risk tolerance means, yes, you don't earn every dime that's on the table. But what it does is it actually makes it palatable both ways because the knife cut cuts both ways. If you're okay with the market going up X percent, you have to have there has to be a correlation to what the downside risk could be if you keep that allocation. But if you're doing rebalancing, like, for instance, last year, you know, if if you like a lot of our clients, you know, if you were up anywhere between 15 to 20 percent last year or greater, uh, then you should have been doing what we've been doing, which is rebalancing into it because you rebalance into strength. You don't wait until you're in weakness. Now, that's not to say that there aren't equities or aren't positions that are going to be more advantageous. Maybe they've been oversold. Maybe there's a good time to get into them. And reallocating is is not the same as retreating. You know, right. you can you can use volatility to your advantage. The problem is a lot of times it's, as we've talked about on the show, a lot of times people get overly emotional. That's the reason why professional guidance, look, no one's perfect. And not everyone's going to be able to call every recession. Not everyone's going to be able to, to get everything timed exactly perfect. But having a plan means that more times than not, you're probably going to get a hit than a strikeout. And if that's the case, 
you're going to win a lot of games. Now, there are still those out there calling their own games. And for the, for you guys, I wish you the best of luck. I really do. Because I, I really hope that this show, if anything, is about helping you be successful. But there are a lot of people out there that are struggling, trying to make their own decisions. And if that's you, what you need to do is take advantage of the the weekly offer that we provide every week. Uh, first two callers, give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. Uh, we will give you a call back. Schedule a 20-minute Ask Us Anything session. That time is yours. If you'd like to bounce what you're doing off of us, I'll be happy to give you a true second opinion. And then hopefully that'll, that'll get you back on track. So 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Give us a call first two callers get a 20 minute ask us anything session tony all right well i think that's great and obviously it's so important during times like this to not make uh overcorrections or emotional decisions and that is why you should be working with a trusted financial services professional uh, our listeners can give you a call as you just said and come up with a plan and make it a long-term plan uh, I just think that makes so much sense because I, I know you've had people that have come to you and said, I'm going to do it myself. And then, then they come back. They're like, oh, you know, this didn't work out because I thought it was going to go down. So I, you know, I did this and it's just like, nope, you, you got to work with a professional. I, it isn't a DIY situation. I well, think. the the think about it like this. The goal or or what you should be getting is value for what you're exchanging. And, you know, a a good a good financial plan beats a perfect financial plan all day long because there is no such thing as a perfect financial plan. And having that plan just it, it helps bring you that peace of mind and ensures that some of the mistakes that let's face it, the greatest three letters in the alphabet OPM other people's mistakes. If you've already seen other people go down a certain road, why not learn from what they did so that you don't have to do it? If you see someone hit a pothole, do you aim for it or do you go around it? (laughs) Ah, You go around it. If you see see someone run off the road because of whatever, what do you do? You have time to say, okay, maybe I need to do this. You go ahead and you learn from their mistakes because, of course, you know, you can make them on your own. And you know what? Uh, there's there's no way, no better way to learn than the hard way. But in my opinion, there is. It's called OPM. Learn from other people's mistakes and give us a call. 877-269-0839 or visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. And Travis, a great show today. We're almost out of I didn't even get time. into my social security topic. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about uh, the good news uh, that uh, the Senate overwhelmingly passed unanimous vote. Daylight savings. To end switching the clocks. I love it. Amen. Amen. Uh, So if the House passes it, November of 2023, uh, it'll take effect. So. Well, hallelujah. (laughs) Can you imagine? Oh, that would be so great. People have wanted it for so long, and it makes no sense uh, to keep it. So I think that's great. All right, we're out of time, but thanks, Travis. And listeners, uh, that does it for today's episode. Thanks, Travis, and we'll talk to you next time. Sounds good. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. 
For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.